Hello, my lovelies. Welcome to another episode of the S Spot with Salty Vixen, where we talk about sex and relationship advice. In today's episode, I thought I'd talk about boundaries on online dating. As you know, we are living in a digital age. It's so easy to go on dating sites, but so easy to find people who lie, scam, cheat. And there are some very honest people out there. I've had experiences and I thought I would talk about them. Let's see, a year ago, I got on the dating world, made a profile and I talk it on there. I spoke that I said, I'm a very kind hearted, loving person looking for a relationship, not someone just to wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. And I think a lot of us are like that, right? We want someone that's going to be true and not judge a book by its cover. So I met the first guy and yeah, we hit it off. He was very sweet and kind and loving, but he was horrible at communication. And he would be on Facebook more than, than texting me. Now, when you are dating somebody, say good morning, wooing them, how are you? And the person reciprocates, have a good night. You're just, the courting is very important in relationships. Even when you're getting to know them, well, he wouldn't do that. And it was a little frustrating. Now, I mentioned Facebook. Yes, I did the no, no cognizant of dating because I was new at the time. I added him to Facebook. And the only reason why is because I wanted to get to know what kind of person he was. Nowadays, I tell people, especially if you're going to give your phone number out, get a burner phone app. And there are wonderful apps to use. It's what I use now when I ask for my number. I just give them the burner phone app. That way no one knows it's mine and no harm, no done if no things work, you know. And but if things work out, you eventually can give your number if you choose. But the burner phone, you paid like, I think like 10 bucks a month or something. And it's a great app. I've been using it for years. Also great for my businesses, you know. I use that for a business account. It's kind of nice. All right. So that guy, it, it lasted up until, I think it was about four months. And I had enough of it. I got tired of him just not really communicating. So it got broke off. And then I went to the next guy. And this is, he was the reason why I got off the dating sites for quite some time. He loved communicating. In fact, he was way too into communicating, which you're like, well, communication is what you want. Absolutely. But he was too pushy. I actually had no intention of meeting him, to be honest. But I also believe in don't judge a book by its cover. So we met and things were great. And after a few dates, I noticed a couple of red flags were appearing right away. The first one. He vapes. Now, some of you out there vapes and smoke. That's your prerogative. It's fine. I'm not against it. It's just not my cup of tea. The thing was, he did not put that in his profile that he vapes. In fact, it said on there, he's a non-smoker. So I asked him about that because smoking gives me migraines. And he says, oh, well, I don't put that in my profile because it puts off a lot of people. I said, you need to be honest in your profile no matter what. The second one, he did not brush his teeth at all. Yeah, ew, right? You need to have good dental hygiene. I'm sorry, that's that's number one. We're in our 40s. You should know how to brush your teeth. He said he had not been to the dentist in years. And he knows he has cavities, I thought. That's disgusting. Now, he has a good job. That's the thing. It wasn't like he was a, a, you know, didn't do anything. He actually had a very good job. So why not see the dentist? And the third thing, which bothered me the most, was he sent me a bouquet of flowers before we met. I never gave him my address. never told him what I did. He did research. Now, yes, when you are dating, you should always do a background check. I highly recommend it. But you don't let them know. And don't send them flowers. 
not until after you meet them because that's a little bit creepy nowadays it's so easy to you know find things out but keep it quiet keep it private when i got those flowers to be honest i was a little creeped out while it was very sweet and i posted on facebook oh man sent me flowers because it's been years since i got beautiful flowers it was a little eerie i will admit well he ended up dumping me for the following reasons via text yes the text breakup is now the new norm right what did he do? He said that I'm too busy for him. Well, that was a lie because I stopped everything and made my schedule free so I could spend high time with him. He knows I'm a single parent. He's a single parent. He also said I'm too busy being a single parent because my kids are active doing sports. And I thought, I'd rather kids be active. What is wrong with that? And they're too far away. Yeah, 45 minutes. Okay. But it's not like we're seeing each other every day. We weren't serious. So I do understand why these were the reasons to break up. But these were the reasons, and that's his prerogative. And I realized that he was trying to make an excuse because, and the thing was, I stated in my profile, I don't shag. I don't have sex on the first or second or third date. I have to get to know people. I believe in the art of courting. I'm old-fashioned. That's the way I was raised. And that's how I raise my children to be. And I'd hope other people raise their children to respect your bodies, respect other people. But unfortunately, because I would not give in to sex, he broke it off with me. By the way, another funny red flag, he said to me on the first date, he said, I'm a pleasure dom. I said, what is that? He says, well, you write erotica. You should know what that is. I said, I've actually never heard of that. I never have. But apparently a pleasure dom is someone who can give orgasms over and over and over again. He did give me oral. I will say that. I did allow that. It wasn't really great. I'm not trying to be mean about it. It's just he was very, very sloppy on it. And look, I write erotica. I'm in my 40s. I think I know a thing about oral. And I know for a fact that is not how you give oral. Now I can tell you the first time I had it, my ex husband never gave me oil be honest but I did have oil when I lived in the UK and that person was very good at it it was such a long time ago so I consider myself I haven't had it in a long time but I know the difference between good oil and sloppy and you don't want to have the sloppy dog lapping your your privates you know you want to have someone that's going to be really good and sensual and and loving and kind just like when a woman gives a man a head you know you don't want to bite the, the head off, right? You want to lick it and suck it like a lollipop. Well, same with a woman. We want sensual, long and slow strokes, but fast strokes. You know the song they had a long time ago, Circle, Circle, Dot, Dot? It's on YouTube if you haven't heard of it. It's a very old song. It was on some, I think, television series on uh, Comedy Central years ago. But it became a well-known song. But that's what women like. Listen to the woman. And that was another red flag I had with him. He did not listen. So I got off a dating site and um, and then recently I decided to randomly, because I was lonely, you know, just randomly message somebody I, I grew up with. He's single, I'm single. And we were chatting and flirting and um, I told him, look, I'm a survivor of domestic abuse. I always tell people that right off bat because you get to know me. I don't want you judging what I have been through, what my ex did to me. And that's another conversation for another day. I said, I don't want pity, but I'm telling you, I'm inexperienced when it comes to sex. I write about it. I, you know, when I mean experience, obviously I've had sex, I have kids, but certain things that I've wanted, like spanking, for example, I never experienced that. 
Okay, so that was something that I explained. And he understood that. And we were chatting and flirting. But then we had some phone sex, which was amazing. And I liked it. And I thought, okay, he really does want to get to know me. Because I don't get phone sex right away. I get old school courting. Well, yesterday he said something that really bothered me. And I don't mind talking about this. Because it was a... It hurt my feelings, to be honest. So he basically said, because I'm inexperienced sexually, that I'm almost like the movie 40-year-old virgin, because I'm like a born-again virgin in his mind. And it's wrong to be that way. I should have had multiple partners by now. This was his words. I didn't respond to that. I was dumbfounded. How can you say that to somebody, right? So we get off. And I was talking to a friend of mine about that because I thought that was very odd. And they said... What that person said was not okay. They should know better. Not many people have multiple partners by now. Some do. And they're absolutely correct. I've known people that have swiped left and swiped right constantly on Tinder. Finally found their match after they had about 30 or 40 partners. But see, I told them the reason why I've not had multiple partners growing up. You know, I mean, in my 20s and 30s. Because I don't want to get STDs. We kind of forget about that. Even protection doesn't 100% stop STDs. Let's be honest, it doesn't. And we forget about that because sex is something that you should experience and should like. And But if you're having multiple partners and you've never been checked out or you are you know, having sex unprotected and it's just a fling, that's bad. I had a guy approach me and told me, because this was back in my university days, because I wouldn't have sex with him unprotected that no one will have sex with me. I said, okay, fine. I'm going to get my degree. I don't care. But I believe in protection. I said, the only reason I would have unprotected sex is if I was married or was a long-term relationship. I ain't going to wham, bam, thank you, sir, for one or two times without protection. I'm sorry. So we kind of forget about that in the world too, you know, about protection. But anyways, that person couldn't understand. He even said, oh, you repeat yourself too much. And I do, I admit that. Again, that's part of my being part of, you know, being a survivor of domestic abuse. I've had to repeat myself constantly. So it, it's embedded in my mind. And a lot of people who've been through abuse know that. That is one big thing they had to go through. Repeating themselves. Being assured of themselves. Saying, apologizing too much. These are the PTSD symptoms. And the only way to get over it is talking to someone. Not a therapist. I mean, therapist helps, granted. But... You know, if you're in a relationship, you tell them. And, you know, if you call them, oh, you know, you're repeating too much. I know I know, you went through that. Let's try working on it. You know, so that way you're having a normal relationship. So at the end, I let them know that it, I, this is where I stand. I'm not looking for casual. I'm looking for someone that wants a long-term relationship, possibly marriage. And if you think it's odd that I am old school, that I was brought up in a conservative household. Now, when I mean conservative, I don't mean something, you know, like religious households that tell you to be prudish. I don't, and prudish is not a nice word, but, you know, to not shag anybody. Shagging is a British term for sex. That's not what it is. It means the culture I was brought up in is the Appalachian culture. And in the Appalachian culture, a lot of people don't understand it is an actual Americanized culture. We're mixed people. We come from, what I mean mixed, we are Native American, several tribes, Caucasian mix or African American mix, but we are mixed. And we're called Melungeons is the exact terminology. And Appalachian culture, a lot of people don't understand it 
because they assume it's like what every American culture is. But let me ask you, what is the American culture? What would you call consider American culture? Because it really isn't a culture per se. It's a mix of different cultures combined into one. So you could be a Spanish culture and four generations down the road, you've been living in America. So you are American no matter what. But in that time, the Spanish married someone who was African, for example. And maybe they married Caucasian later on. Maybe they married a Flemish person. So that's me American because you are mixed, right? Where's your original culture? Is it still there? See, that's my question for you. So yes, if you don't respect somebody for their thought, then that's not that person's fault, that's your fault. And I'm going to be honest on that. If you don't respect them for who they are, then that's not okay. And by the way, there is absolutely nothing wrong with being raised to be conservative for your body. As I stated many times, I am 42 years old. I don't want to get an STD. And I hate to say this, we went to school, we went to university, we went to high school, right? We had sex ed, we had assemblies that told you how to wear a condom, that told you, talked about STDs and AIDS, and so if you don't want to get that, you can get from, you know, from sex. Even protected, you still technically can get some, right? But why is these assemblies, do we not, I'm just being honest, did we forget these assemblies? Did we forget what the media has taught us? The answer is absolutely we have, because generally most people don't pay attention. Because in your mind, you're thinking, well, if I have sex with somebody, I'm not going to catch anything. Or I'm clean. I know I am. I've never been tested, but I don't, I'm not itchy down there. There's nothing going on. But the man may be clean per se, but the woman catches it. And they're like, why am I itchy down there? What's going on here? What, what's your spots or whatever? I don't know because I never had that stuff. But I'm just stating they catch it. They tell, call the guy like, hey, ex, you know, or boyfriend, guess what you gave me? And the person will say, well, I never gave it to you. I'm clean. And the girl will say, well, have you been tested? The man will say, no, I don't need to be. And that's another thing. Men don't realize they can be carriers. And women too. Don't get me wrong. So I guess I want to end my final thought. And my S spot with Salty Vixen is never change for a person. Always be true to yourself. And always wear protection. And if a person states in a profile on a dating site, or they tell you in a date, this is who I am. This is what I expect. I'm just telling you off that. Don't try to pretend that you're into that just so you can get a little something, something. Because, honey, that ain't going to happen. I'm not saying, I'm not talking to anyone. I'm just saying in general. And this is for men and women. This is for all genders, right? So, my loves, what are your thoughts about dating in the world, in the digital world and the boundaries? Do you find it difficult? Do you find people are fake? Do you find people are not into all the relationships. My final thought of the day is this. I did go back on dating site late, late last night, just out of curiosity. I'm not really you know, right now, just seeing what's going on. And the guy did t- uh, message me on there. He's like, hey, beautiful, you got, I like your thoughts, you're a good old soul. And then later on he said, by the way, I'm just, I know you're looking to get married. I'm not into anything right now. I live too far away. And my response was, why did you message me if you knew that you couldn't you know, meet up with me or anything? And that's the thing, people. It's good to like people. I, I do that too, but I'm not going to message them if you live too far away. So don't. And furthermore, if you have no intention of going more, don't flirt and ask for something, something. Just, you know, just don't even talk. 
Thank you, my lovelies. Have a lovely day. Goodbye.